Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's blog. On today's episode, I want to come in and talk about World Braille Day, what Braille is, and the big Braille debate. I hope you all are having an amazing day, and if not, I hope your day becomes amazing. So if anyone's wondering, I am recording off my phone with a different pair of headphones in, so that's why my audio kind of sort of sounds very tinny and very tunnely. These headphones are great because they don't pick up a ton of movement, but they are the downfall with them is that they don't have the greatest of mic on them, so the audio, at least to me, definitely sounds sort of tinny and sort of like you're talking to somebody on the phone rather than like it's recorded. I don't have the time right now to get my MacBook out, record and edit. I meant to pre-record yesterday. Uh, it, just, it didn't happen. And with my goal of not procrastinating for uploading episodes, with making episodes, I promised an episode today for World Braille Day, so happy Braille Day to you all. I'm right now crocheting a slipper for my mom. I did the other slipper actually last week. Um, Then I did its pair, and its pair was way too big for my mom. I don't know what happened, so I'm doing her other slipper. That she can wear a pair of beautiful fluffy slippers tonight. So I'm recording while I crochet. This will be interesting. I've never done this before. Wish me luck. So there's people on here who probably don't even know what Braille is. And Braille is a system of raised dots, six raised dots that make up letters, and it was invented by Louis Braille. There is a documentary on him about his life. If I can find that documentary, I will definitely try and link it. It's really good. It's about his life, how he lost his vision, and what made him invent Braille. So Braille was invented by him. And it's basically raised dots that make up letters and numbers and punctuation. And there's different levels of Braille. So there is grade one Braille, which is also known as alphabetic. Grade two Braille, which is known as contracted. And there used to be Nemeth code, which was math Braille. Now, math Braille, for anyone who is wondering, did get um, stopped. They took it out when they made Unified English Braille. And what is Unified English Braille? For anyone who is wondering, UEB, Unified English Braille, is basically Braille for the whole English language. So from what I've heard from people, I can't can't say yes or no to this, Unified English Braille was 
made because if you were to go from the United States to England or Australia, their bra was slightly different. So they wanted a way for people, no matter what part of Canada or the world, I should say, what part of the world they were in, if they spoke English, the bra would be the same. So with that, they made it, I don't know Unified English Braille. I never learned it. Um, how it worked in mainstream for me was because I wasn't using Braille, they basically figured, why bother introducing UEB when it's not used, which was fair. So I never have used it. They took out some stuff and added in some new rules so that it basically creates a system where Canadians might have some rules that England doesn't, and then people go from England to Canada, and they get confused. So it basically created a system that's equal for English in all parts of the world, no matter where you are. As long as you can read English, you can understand the Braille. So that's Unified English Braille. Contracted Braille is basically a group of dots or a series of two groups of dots that make up words or parts of words. An alphabetic braille is the whole entire word spelled out. So it definitely is confusing if you don't use braille on a regular basis. There are better internet sites that explain it a lot better than me. Um, a lot better than me so definitely feel free to look it up and educate yourselves and educate others and sort of explain basically what braille is to yourself or what braille is to your kids and get an understanding of it because it's in it has to be in organizations by i think it's now like 2020 something so soon within the next 10 years Braille has to be there, and educate yourselves on what fake Braille looks like, because there is Braille where companies don't have the letters raised, and they just show the dots, so it looks like Braille, but a blind person actually can't read it, so educate yourselves on what fake Braille is, and if you see it somewhere, say something and advocate that it needs to be changed. If anyone is confused about what I'm talking about. I believe it was on Parliament Hill. There was this big, was I saw it all over my Facebook, a big thing about how Parliament Hill, they had a sign up that was just put up and it didn't have a real braille on it and how that needs to be changed. So educate yourselves. You never know when you're going to see it. You never know when you're going to meet someone who's blind who uses braille and you never know when you could need it yourself. So why is World Braille Day even a thing, you might ask? So World Braille Day is a thing because January 4th was Louis Braille's birthday. And World Braille Day, the point of it is to honor him and basically what he's done for the blind community and what Braille has done and where Braille's going. Nowadays, it's 
I personally don't think we should be honoring where Braille is going because it's slowly but surely becoming non-existent and non not used. And that gets me into my next point of the Braille debate. So what is the Braille debate? So the great Braille debate, anybody who is on my personal Facebook knows that around this time every year I post about it. And it's basically people believe that Braille doesn't need to be taught or used anymore because we have technology. And that by teaching kids Braille in school or adults who have just lost their vision Braille, we are just doing them a disservice by teaching them something, making them learn something that they're never going to use. And I don't agree with that because Braille is definitely important, you know, in some countries that blindness is really, really looked at in a positive way. There's Braille everywhere. There's Braille on your medications. There's Braille on signs. There's Braille in quite a lot of places. And by not teaching it to kids, we're enabling them to not be able to decide they want to go to Japan one day and travel and not be able to read the signage when Braille signs are a must-have everywhere in the world. Um, what are they? How do they learn to spell without Braille? They don't because all they do is hear the words. So teaching them spelling and math is very hard. I can advocate that, yeah, they do have a point. Technology is definitely taking over. I mean, use Braille. The last time I used Braille was for my college assignment. I needed to Braille something out. But I won't be using Braille for quite a while now. I don't know when I'll be using it next. And before that, I hadn't used Braille since high school because it's just technology does does make things easier because technology gives us the power to basically say, okay, I want to read this book. I will pick up the book with my phone. I will scan it with Voice Stream Reader and I will read it and have a good time. It doesn't give us that, it gives us that option to do that, which is great, but I think that there still needs to be a place for Braille. There is Braille displays. There are Braille displays. Mind you, they're expensive, so again, they're not, not everybody can afford one, um, but I still think that Braille should be taught in schools, in adult learning centers, somewhere because you never know when you can use it um there's braille menus in restaurants some of them have it i've never had luck reading one but i do know that in some restaurants they are a thing so if you have a braille menu and you're not with somebody who can read maybe that person's dyslexic and you're the only one that can read the menu and you don't know braille you're not going to be able to read it so I know that's just a random situation, but it's a situation that could easily happen to somebody. And if you don't know Braille, how are you going to be of any help to that person? You're not. And how are you going to be of help to yourself if you, you know, 
you're not. And that's where Bird Box kind of sort of does have a point. Um, referencing to that movie again, I did my second ever post about Bird Box and the Bird Box Challenge. But here is my point. If we stop teaching Braille, we're doing a disservice to people, but we're also taking away a valuable, valuable point of history that somebody worked really, really hard to give us. Braille wasn't a thing that was It wasn't easily a thing. Like, it took somebody years to get Braille to be a thing. And by taking it, all we're doing is saying, well, your work doesn't matter. And this was great, but now we're replacing it with modern day. And so I feel like also not only are we doing a disservice to people who could greatly benefit from it, but we're also doing a disservice to our history by ignoring ignoring this because Braille, for anyone who doesn't know, was something that was invented because he needed a way to be able to read. He wanted a faster way, something that didn't take as long. So I just think that, like, there's both sides to it. There definitely is. And I think that before we decide that technology is the way and we continue the Braille debate, we need to think of history and think of basically what we want and, and what we want the future to look like for blind people. Because... I don't know, it's just a thought that by taking Braille away, we're not helping anyone. We're not helping anyone and we're not giving anybody power. We're just making a society and we're going back to square one where people wouldn't, didn't know Braille. Braille was not a thing. And we're going back to that point. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. As always, if you have Anything that you'd like to add, feel free to comment it somewhere. I just want to say that uh, you guys are all great people. You guys are all doing great things in the world, whatever you're doing. And have an amazing day. I will talk to you all later next week. I actually saw an article from something I shared two years ago today that I will be doing a podcast episode on in the next few days, probably within the next week. It will be uploaded. Bye, guys.